You're listening to Program Notes for the Florida Orchestra's Huff Family Foundation Masterwork Series. I'm Andy Defelski, Social Media Manager of the Florida Orchestra, classically trained percussionist, and the host of this podcast. In this episode, I will be talking about Wolfgang Amadeus Mozart's Piano Concerto No. 20 in D minor, and Richard Wagner's The Ring Without Words, arranged by Lauren Mazel, so you can dive deeper into the music anytime, anywhere. These audio program notes are authored by Kurt Loft, a local writer and former music critic. You can find his Full transcriptions at floridaorchestra.org. Wolfgang Amadeus Mozart, 1756-1791, Piano Concerto No. 20 in D minor. Performance duration approximately 30 minutes. The key of D minor has a foreboding ring about it a sound many composers explored, often sparingly with masterful results. Think of Bach's Toccata and Fugue for organ, Beethoven's Tempest Sonata and Ninth Symphony, Rachmaninoff's Piano Concerto No. 3, Mozart's opera Don Giovanni, as well as his final unfinished work, The Requiem, and for the last song all four Beatles recorded together, I Want You, on the Abbey Road album, they opted for the storm and stress key with powerful effect. Then we have Mozart's Piano Concerto No. 20, one of only two of his 27 in the genre to be cast in a minor key, along with the concerto number 24 in C minor. Similarly, only two of his 41 symphonies appear under the same cloak of darkness, both in G minor. In Mozart's time, composing in the minor was a rarity, in part because so much music was designed for entertainment, not profound or dark thoughts. Bright major keys simply dispelled any gloom. The D minor concerto has no shortage of profundity. Full of pathos and drama, it struck a chord with less sitting at the edge of a new era in music, and was embraced by a composer who would be best known for opening the door to Romanticism. Quote, This concerto made it possible to stamp Mozart as a forerunner of Beethoven, and it is no accident that for this very concerto Beethoven wrote cadenzas, fusing the Mozart and Beethoven styles, end quote. Notes Alfred Einstein in his classic 1945 biography, Mozart, his character, his work. Nor is it a typical classical model where the orchestra offers polite accompaniment, Instead, orchestra and keyboard are often at odds, just as the musical structure seems to fight against itself. Einstein adds that nowhere did Mozart create, quote, stronger contrasts within a single work, contrasts among the three movements as well as within each movement, end quote. Mozart completed the concerto just hours before he sat at the piano for its premiere on February 10th, 1785 in Vienna, an anecdote captured by his father Leopold in a letter to his daughter, quote, the work was still being copied out when we arrived, and your brother had not had time to play through the rondo because he had to supervise the copying." The music offers no hint of being rushed. The opening allegro, the longest of the three movements, opens in restless agitation by the strings. The piano soon enters with a gentle, elegant melody and quickly plays against brief tutties that set up the concerto's ongoing tug and pull. Unlike any piano concerto up to this time, this is brooding and even rebellious, and unlike everything that came before, piano and orchestra no longer engage in civil conversation, but in a state of conflict that intensifies in the development section. The slow romance follows and offers relief in the key of B-flat the music's sweet and lyrical but hinting of melancholy. A nervous middle section returns us to the storm of the allegro, a surprising interruption. The finale begins with an abrupt ascending line known as the Mannheim Rocket, a favorite musical device of the time. 
Once again, we enter an emotionally charged atmosphere, the fire and the strings anticipating the final scene in Don Giovanni. But the tension fades as keyboard and orchestra dance together in the bright key of D major and the concerto comes to a rapturous close. Four years after Mozart's death, his widow Constance arranged for performance of the concerto between the acts of her husband's last opera, La Clemenza di Tito, at the piano was none other than Beethoven, whose improvisations would become favorite cadenzas among soloists ever since. Richard Wagner, 1813-1883, The Ring Without Words, arranged by Lauren Mazel. Performance duration approximately 70 minutes. When was the last time you met someone who sat through Richard Wagner's entire ring cycle? The 16-hour marathon over four nights is a test by anyone's standards, whether singers, instrumentalists, or audiences, and because of its size and complexity, the full spectacle rarely appears outside the most consecrated of opera houses. Those with stamina might visit the small German town of Bayreuth, where the composer was laid to rest in 1883 for its annual ring cycle. New Yorker music writer Alex Ross calls the Event an illusion of cultural omnipotence for everything Wagnerian. Certainly Wagner thought big and had an ego to match his mammoth creations. Quote, I am not made like other people, he once said. I must have brilliance and beauty and light. The world owes me what I need. Most mortals tend to digest Wagner in appetizing bites rather than as an entree, and this is the premise of The Ring Without Words, an arrangement of the operatic tetralogy for orchestra alone, presented in a digestible 70 minutes. TFO music director Michael Francis, who conducts this final masterworks program of the season, says, This incredible work of art is one piece that you must listen to at least once in your lifetime. The problem is this. It took him 26 years to write. It takes 15 hours to hear it from the first note to the last note, and it takes four evenings. So what do you do? You listen to the ring without words. This incredible arrangement of just the best bits for orchestra alone. This is a version by Laurie Marcel, and it gives you an amazing example from the first note to the last note of everything that you'd want to hear in this. There's quite a bit of Game of Thrones and Lord of the Rings with a dash of Thor thrown into this epic. This music captures all of the drama, power, beauty, terror, fear, weird story that goes on. Oh, and some of it's really weird. The music flows chronologically, offering 20 highlights from Das Rheingold, De Valkyrie, Siegfried, and Götterdammerung. The project was the brainchild of the late conductor Lauren Mazel, who arranged the music for a 1988 Telerac recording with the Berlin Philharmonic. The traversal unfolds without breaks between the pieces, so Ride of the Valkyries, for instance, runs directly into Wotan's farewell. Mazel insisted on keeping the source material pure, so all transitions between sections are taken directly from Wagner's scores. Viewed as a symphony, phonic journey stripped of any literary program, the music expresses the nuance and power of Wagner as an orchestrator intended to appeal to listeners who know the ring cycle by heart, as well as those hearing its sonorities for the first time. Thank you for listening to Soundwaves with the Florida Orchestra. Enjoy the concert.